0: Test one, two, test one, two. Stop.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.
2: Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve.
1: Sounds like that'd be us, and welcome to the program. Episode number two for the week of February 20, 2023. Oh, wow. you just confused me. I did. It's episode 27. I
0: don't know what week it's in. Who cares, right? It's the joy of podcasting.
1: I suppose so. We're uh, delving out two a week, though, now. Don't you think that's important? I think so. But uh, I don't know. People probably figure it out.
0: Uh, It's a new and improved format here, people. We're doing hour-long episodes instead of 17-hour-long episodes. And um, yeah, twice a week now. And
1: we'll see how that goes. We list up on our mind. webpage. Let us know all about it. That's where you can communicate with The Vocal Minority, with Nick and Steve Olabruski, at thevocalminority.net. Uh, yeah find you, us on socials, too. Please. A double shot.
0: Of
2: Nick and Steve, the vocal minority
0: The social media stuff is highly shareable uh, Extremely entertaining So uh, yeah, we're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube
2: The vocal minority, spreading nationwide Just like SARS
0: This episode, we are going to uh, educate and inform With what, Nick? What are we calling this? Need to know news News you need to know Oh Bum, bum, bum. The first time I didn't get it. The need to know news, but you're saying it's news I need to know. Yes, you got it, dude. I, I figured
1: it. you would have got that right
0: away, dude. Well, we said it twice, so we really want to drill it home with you people. Uh, there's so much news in this world that you don't need to know, quite frankly. We're going to try to bring you the news you need to know, so that a) you can be slightly informed, and b) you can sound educated around the water cooler at the next company
1: party, etc. That's why it's. Need to know news, news you need to know. Uh,
2: You can also use it to impress chicks at the bar, too. So, you know.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Although I have found so many women are not into news. You know, I've been going through this dating world thing, and I can't tell you how many dating profiles people say, like, I'm not into politics. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, you don't you're not alive. I didn't realize that. So
1: you should be. Yes. I mean, it's a necessity (laughs) at this point, but uh, there are folks out there that just stay away. Stay clear. I get it, just yeah. real quick, can I ask you something? You brought up your relationship and dating and stuff like that I did bring this is this is my question to you yeah you're in a relationship now and you were internet dating yeah. uh when you're internet dating, you pick through things that you wanna say to put a juicy worm on your hook to reel in. They ask you questions
0: that you put your answer to. And it's like radio or podcasting. We're teasing to get them to find out more.
1: I know that as you were going through the process, and I'm sure everybody does this, some better than others, but you finesse that information even with a dating expert to say like, oh, they're going to glom onto this, right?
0: Now, I put some of my answers, and apparently some of them were stupid, so we had a dating coach come on here <laughs> and essentially rewrite them for me so that I didn't sound like a pathetic serial killer or something.
1: so yeah. my question is to you now that you are in relation with a lover yes. uh lover. <laughs> are any of the things that you said are you having to pull back on a little you know, for instance, when Rachel and I started dating, and uh she loved to run, and all of a sudden. I really enjoyed running next to her. You know what I mean? And then we got far enough in where I could pull back and be like, yeah, I'm not loving running. (laughs) You know, that's funny. I mean, one of my things was my
0: theory about how zombies cannot swim and the walking dead should have gone to an island. And I stand by that theory. Still, I've not backed off of that. Uh, Otherwise, I was smart enough not to say like I hang glide and I uh, do nude painting on the beaches every Wednesday afternoon. I didn't say anything that I need to like take back outdoorsy. I am fine. I am tall. I do play guitar. Like so, those things were all true. Beautiful, Mr.
2: Lover Lover. All
0: right, gentlemen. Uh, what's our What's our first article? I don't know if we should have discussed this at a time, but what uh, <laughs> What we got to suck the audience in, Nick? What are you going to suck them with? Listen, Speaking did you spend dating. the weekend?
1: Uh, <laughs> did you spend the weekend watching TV? Probably not. You want to know what's going on? This is obviously need to know news. News you need to know. Right. Uh, and I think first on that list is probably uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, right. I am curious about this. I've seen the Internet flack about
0: him uh, handing a tampon off to another golfer. But what what the hell is that story even about? Can someone explain it to me?
2: So what, what basically he's saying is, is that that the other golfer he was handing it to needs to go hit off the ladies tees.
0: Ouch. So Tiger, you're telling me Tiger Woods showed up to a professional golf tournament with a tampon in his pocket so he could simply shame his competitor.
2: From what I understand, this is something that a lot of golfers do. It's a it's a ball busting sort of thing on your buddies that that you're playing against and that sort of thing. So it
1: has nothing to do with balls, dude. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, an,
2: it's an ovary busting. is <laughs>
1: what right? it is. Yes. Uh, so Woods, after <laughs> out driving Thomas on the ninth hole, sneakily handed Thomas a tampon as the two started walking to the next hole. The joke meant to be just between them, as they've done that before, but the camera picked this up, and obviously people went crazy about it, dude. They're mad about it and uh, so mad that they forced Tiger Woods to apologize. I don't know if they forced him to, but he finally gave in and said, look, dude, this was just a joke between two people. It was inappropriate. It wasn't meant to be seen. Whatever. I'm sorry.
0: But you're saying this has been a long-running golf gag, and this is the first time we've ever noticed it?
1: Only time I've seen it on TV, you know, where the cameras picked it up. But yeah, they've been doing it for different golfers have been doing it for a while.
2: Non-professional golfers have been doing. I mean, come on, it's it's male behavior. We're men. There's a lot of douchey stuff that guys do.
0: Is not golf sexist by its very nature? Why are there men's and women's tees? Why are there drink girls? Right, well, but, thank well, God the, there are if you golf, but yeah,
2: there are men's and ladies' teeth because I, Oh, why? Understand.
0: Why Bruski? Be careful what you're about to say. Why Bruski? <laughs> I'll
2: tell you why. Because most <laughs> women can't hit a golf ball farther than a guy. What? What did you just say? <laughs> yeah, I basically... okay.
0: I know. I I, I understand. Here's the thing. If any woman out there is upset that Tiger Woods handed a tampon to the other dude, then you have to be upset that there's women's tees, because shouldn't it be equal? Should we all tee off from some center point And whoever, you know, first person in the hole wins, right? It's inherently sexist. So either be upset about the entirety of golf or none of it.
1: I think people could be uh, mad that it was sexist, but they could all also be upset because it was just a little day class. you know what I mean? Like it was a little off color. I suppose.
0: Well Well, off color. What color would it be?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, hopefully it's the color, but uh you know what I mean? Hopefully maybe some people are just mad because like, come on, dude, we're paying you millions of dollars to golf. Get back to it, yo. And then there's people that are like, uh, hey, when are we gonna be allowed to joke around with each other anymore? I can be honest about this and say, you know what, like is this something I would have done? I think it's fairly easy, so no, probably not. But there's a lot of jokes that I tell just to the two of you that I wouldn't want to in front of the world i wouldn't want the world to perceive me that way and well, it doesn't yeah. make me a fake person there's just a time and a place for everything well, you what know? makes you a dumbass that's the problem
0: not not doing if you do it with cameras i mean you're in a global just sporting event i can't believe we've never caught someone doing this before so the if they're making this joke in the locker room then that's probably the appropriate place for dudes to do dumb jokes but how did he th- i i I don't understand how we thought he'd get away with it and how we haven't caught him already. So
2: Probably because they were walking from the tee box all the way up to where the, the next ball is. Yeah, there's cameras everywhere, is. though. People yeah, everywhere. I, he I, tried I to
1: it. sneak it to him, dude, and it didn't work out. It sounds like it's worked out in the past for people, but it didn't work this time. But here's the thing, dude. If you're mad about this then you really have no idea about what is going on. Oh, you know, when Donald Trump came out and said all the grab them by the P and everything else, uh, and people were like, and then he said, Oh, it's just locker room talk. Okay. Granted, I don't find that locker room talk. Like that's not a conversation I'm ever going to be having, but locker room talk as a whole exists. You know what I mean? Like, uh, will I tell a joke that I probably won't tell in front of a ton of people in a locker room (laughs) or I don't know? First of all, I don't know why I'm in a locker room because I'm not athletic, but in some sort of room like that, of course I will, dude.
0: That's a good question. I don't think since high school have I done an obnoxious joke like that
1: oh are you kidding me are you are you keeping a straight face dude? well first Come on. of all
0: in the context of this show i have made jokes that i would never make in person because <laughs> you know this show is meant to be a little shocking fun and funny and all that but i don't make sexist racist jokes when i'm hanging out with dudes like, oh
1: i'm not saying sexist I'm, that's what i said like i wouldn't get into that the what donald trump said was locker room talk but Some sort of locker room talk, whether it's just nasty jokes that we're telling or, you know, jokes that are inappropriate in front of, say, a big group of women or mothers or fathers. Like, I'm going to I'm going to say them, right? Okay. Like
2: Remember a couple of shows ago when I was talking about my date that I went on two hours away from here? Yes. Um, You know, obviously, I'm not going to talk about that around women or people i don't know i mean i do on the, the podcast but you know but i will talk about it in private with you guys
0: I would say there's an inherent locker room element to the show. And that's what we're doing by design dudes hanging out and talking about everything. So, yeah, yeah. But, but I stand and buy my jokes here and off. the.
1: That's the thing, Steve, is that I would hope that any joke that I tell while it might not be appropriate for every audience, if you ask me about it, I'm going to be able to back it up. It's not, I'm not saying jokes that are racially insensitive or, you know, sexist yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Like, you got to be able to laugh a little bit. That's what people are all in an uproar about, dude. Are we going to be able to laugh a little bit about stuff that would have been, I mean, we would have laughed about this five years ago. Before me, too, would we not? This wouldn't have been nearly as big of a deal. Right I I would still think It was a douchey move To handle a course (laughs) But America Didn't blow up Like they You know They they do now
0: I wish we would have Caught this before So we would have a metric A baseline to operate Off of (sighs) I do wonder
1: Be nice So I don't know
0: But yeah Golf is inherently sexist And it's kind of a dumb sport If we're calling it a sport (sighs) You don't like well, golf? I love <laughs> golf, but it's a it's a nice walk outside. It's an excuse to be in nature. I hate golfing with dudes that take it really seriously.
1: Well, that's the sport. You don't enjoy the sport of golf, right? Like you're it's telling like, really. John Daly that it's not a sport, dude. I mean, yeah, guys- listen, it's
0: a sport. I get it, but I'm just saying, like, it, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I, I I know it takes skill, but it's just um, if you're not breaking a sweat and if you can drink beer while you're doing it. It's in a different category. It's like, sure. you, know, you, you know, know, If I can drink beer and do your sport. Then I question how high of a level it's
2: at. That's all. well, I, I guess the, the professional stuff would be different because unfortunately, those guys don't drink when they're on the course. I would pay to see them have to take a shot. Or chug a beer every time they teed off or something like that, you know, and see how they're looking after 16 holes and that sort of thing.
0: No, I agree. I'm just saying professionals golf and amateurs golf and drink. If I can do the sport and drink. Like, I don't play basketball drunk with the exception of a contest we did years ago in radio, <laughs> which ended with me puking on the side of the basketball court, which is why when you, when you get together with the dudes, you don't generally sit there and slam beers and then go play, you know, flag football or basketball. Sure. But, but uh, bowling definitely. or golf, like, yeah, if you're yeah. not drinking beer, I would question why you're even out there.
2: Bowling, especially drinking beer and bowling go together. I mean, hell, they bring you uh, fries and burgers and nachos and everything. Uh, That's what makes bowling so great.
1: After you're sticking your fingers in those dirty holes, dude. do you have any idea how dirty the holes of a rental bowling ball are? Dirtier than your hole
0: is probably the real answer. Apparently,
2: you didn't meet my data from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well,
1: thank the Lord for that. I'm so just
0: saying, I respect, whenever I a bunch of dudes are don't. playing a pickup basketball game, the uh, the nacho cart doesn't come by and sell them all nachos like they would at uh, golf or bowling. So.
1: Love it if they did. Uh, <laughs> Tiger Woods, though, wasn't the only guy who uh, uh, had to say, I'm sorry, dude. And people are having to say they're sorry a lot more now. Don Lemon is taking a breather from his hosting duties on CNN after saying uh, former uh, South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. And uh, the whole conversation that he was having, not that I'm justifying what he said, dude, I understand that it was a word fumble, but he was talking about the age of people that should be president and how we've got the oldest person in office that we've ever had before and just saying that Nikki Haley, according to what you look up, What's a woman's prime is out of her prime. And people are saying, what, 20s,
0: 30s, and 40s are a woman's prime? Yes. Okay.
1: And she's 56. So talking about uh, age obviously is an uncomfortable thing. Uh, I don't know. Why can we so easily say Joe Biden is such an old pile of skin? And uh, if we just say, you know, like she's 56, I mean, she's older. No, like right. why can't we point that out
0: well I mean there's quite a difference there between calling an 80 year old man old and calling a 56 year old woman old
1: no I but mean, we're not calling her old dude we're just commenting on what stage she's at in life I think she's
0: still looking pretty prime to me if we're talking MILF category here. But um,
1: I don't think that's what he was referring to Uh, in her 50s her cognitive skills have declined so rapidly. Maybe so, dude. Almost 60, though. But um, again, I don't agree with it. I'm just asking a question.
0: She's in her mid 50s, by the way. She's not almost 60. Will you stop rounding everyone up? I'm in my mid 40s, damn it. And so are you. You're not in your mid-40s. 43 to 47. That is the mid-40s. You you. went 48. What changes at 48? What do we call it then? Then you're in your late 40s. I may as well be 43. That's my point. Okay? You don't need to do the math on that. I'm telling you. What do we call 45? That's mid-40s. So 44 is... Early 40s. 40s? No, no, no. 40, 40, 40, 41, and 42 are your early 40s. 48 and 49 are your late 40s.
1: I don't know where you're writing the rule book on this, dude. I've never I, heard any of this. I have a microphone, so
0: I get to make edicts <laughs> like this, that your mid 40s are 43 to 47.
1: Listen, if we're talking about age, let's talk about yours for just a second because are you doing all right with your age? Or are you weirding out over this Forty? So you just turned 47 two days ago. Are you weirding out over it? A little bit. And first of all, you'll be 47 in, what, two weeks? So let's
0: not pretend that you're in some completely different category. I'm <laughs> yeah, taking
1: my two weeks,
0: dude. Yeah, you enjoy your, uh, your bubble that you're in. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever felt close to 50, and it's mainly because of you. You keep pointing it out to me. You keep saying, we're almost 50, dude. We're almost 50, dude. No, we're not almost 50, okay? That's like saying we're almost 80. I mean, in the grand scheme of the universe, are we almost something? Sure. But we're in our prime. Right now in our mid 40s And uh, yeah Nick's been doing a lot of math for me for some reason That's been bumming
1: me out so. have, Am I responsible for it honestly Yes yes it's entirely from you I'm sorry dude What, what, <laughs> what have I said to you What have I said to you that's bummed
0: you out You have repeatedly said over this dating saga of mine That I'm almost 50 You're almost 50 harness You can't date someone who's in their late 20s You're almost 50 I am not almost 50
1: Nor are you <laughs> But Bruce, uh, he's barely 50 and he's 52. So <laughs> come on. Suri, what is the definition of almost? That's going to be a
0: broad definition. We're going to take artificial intelligence. Not theory. quite. <laughs> very
1: nearly. Almost knocking on that door. I'm but three I... years
0: away. That's like wait, a lot of days me. from now. So I'm not almost.
2: Oh, yeah. I think you just turned 43.
0: I, I am essentially 43. <laughs> Yeah. Okay,
2: so, so you're seven years away To me, almost 50
1: No, 50- dude, he's not, he's 48 years old That's what he said
2: no. Oh, <laughs> that Nick is rounding up, okay Listen, yes, I'm, I'm almost
0: rounding. 48, maybe I'll give you that But I'm not almost 50, so just stop with that garbage Sure yeah. And by the way, my uh, my uh, my girlfriend Dottie recently said That you may be 47, but you bang like a 22-year-old So, is age not but a number, Nick I think we should go by ability. You do VD, the metric, in which case I'm definitely in my early to mid 20s.
1: Dad, I mean, that seems number one on your list. So if you want to go that route, you do you know, it. I just think it's a good baseline to go with. All right. So anyways, Don Lemon.
0: Here's why I feel this is news. People need to know. Need to know news. No, dude. No. Need to know news. News you need to know. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You see how succinct this new title is? This is going <laughs> to resonate with everyone. I can tell. <laughs> I think it's news you need because it's absurd that we're busting Don Lemon's balls over this. Um, Listen, was it an eloquent thing to say? No. But did he call her some derogatory term? Did he incite an insurrection, uh, suggest we all secede from each other? The people on Fox News lie to your face on a daily basis, knowingly, as we now know from this other news article this week that you people do need to know that under this deposition that the Fox News host all went through, they knew full on that the election lies were all nothing but lies. But they went with it anyways. Did they come on and apologize for helping to start an insurrection
1: no, dude. No. I mean, and even not even behind the scenes, do they have them talking about uh, the way this all went down and how right. stupid y'all are for listening
0: dude. Well, we've got Don Lemon now apologizing, taking days off the air because everyone's so upset that he said Nikki Haley was not in her prime. I get that's a little dumb and sexist ish to say, but. Come on, compared to, you know, starting riots, uh, it's, it's a well, drop in the bucket.
1: You are well, interviewing for the most important job in the world, and I don't get to critique you with a fine-tooth comb? Yeah, yeah.
0: Listen, well, you're correct in that, like, where you call Biden old and, you know, <clears throat> Nikki Haley's out of her prime. Like, you put yourself on that platform, you open yourself up to some criticism, to say the least. But yeah, I just, this non-limit thing is a bunch of garbage.
2: Well, first of all, I, I need to say that uh, I will only refer to the former governor of South Carolina by her actual first real given name. Oh, and with, it, I love this because, yes, go ahead. Which is Nimrata, which, by the way. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Nimrata? Yeah. Wow. Yes. And actually, and actually, it's a Sikh name, and, and it means uh, it's a beautiful flower. Right. Now, she says that Nikki is her middle name and that in Punjabi, it means little one. And she just going by her middle name. Well, I did some research and I did the translating and Nikki does not translate into little one at all in Punjabi. It just doesn't.
1: What does it translate to? Is it a rough translation?
2: It does. It does translate into little, but but not little one like she says it does.
0: You know, you bring up a good point here. This has driven me nuts for years, speaking of Fox News and then being utter (laughs) hypocrites. You know, when Obama was president, whenever Sean Hannity or any of those jack knobs would talk about Obama, they would always say Barack Hussein Obama. They would always put his middle name in there because they knew it had a negative connotation saying Hussein. But when they bring on their buddy, Ted Cruz, did they ever introduce him as Rafael Eduardo Cruz, which is his real name?
1: Of course not, because it would sound Latino if you called the guy Raphael. At the very least, if you don't see that, just that one thing, and think, I can't trust this news organization; they're trying to sway me one way. Right. Uh, I, you're, I mean, you're dead in the water. I, I have nothing for you. I have no hope for you either. Yes. So well, the non-lemon
0: thing, like it, it's it's good pop culture stuff to talk well, about. But
2: remember, Bobby Jindal. The former governor of Louisiana, he was kind of this rising star and in, in yes. Republican. Okay. Bobby. His real, his real first name is not Bobby. <laughs> yeah. It's not Bobby. What? If you can believe that? Can you believe that? His real first name is not Bobby. What is it? It's Paiush. Don't even tell me that, that he didn't whitewash his name because he wanted to be accepted by white people in Louisiana.
0: Of course. And that's the most literal use of the word whitewash I've ever heard. So nice job. He literally uh, ex- whitewashed his name, <laughs> yeah. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. even Bob. Bobby.
2: Yeah, that exa- exactly. <laughs> and same thing. Same thing with with you know Nimrata Haley. I you know she's whether her family calls her Nikki or not, she whitewashed her name so that all those people in South Carolina would accept her as a kid. Right.
0: Listen, yeah. we we don't need to be commenting on women's you know physicalities uh, no. say Obviously, so you know Don put his uh, his loafers in his mouth a little bit, but it's nothing compared to any of this other stuff.
1: And now dude, uh, I mean, she's got all kinds of problems already, right? Because like, uh, was kind of just referring to that. The, uh, liberal media has, uh, I uh, got all pissed off and accused her of brown skin to launder white supremacy on MSNBC. Break this down for me. I got lost in on this one. All right, dude. 2024 presidential candidate Nikki Haley was accused of using her brown skin to launder white supremacist talking points during a racially charged interview uh, that she had on MSNBC on Sunday waja ali who's waja Wajah ali uh, was the host of this and he went off on her and there's a a great section of audio that we should probably play at some point uh but he was all pissed off because being indian himself he is uh saying she's using her brown skin as a weapon against poor black folks and poor uh brown and black folks she's using this because she wants to bring these people into the republican party and it's a little bit gross right
0: so he's saying that because you're uh of uh, indian descent you're
1: she's using that as an excuse to make only where she wants to right i mean it's uh it's just like candace owens uh that is a person that is a token for uh, a lot of people from the african-american community disown and hate candace owens because she's just taking that one part because she knows it makes her special in this field right to be able to go talk about all these conservative beliefs and be the different one right. and it's cheap then she changes her name when she has an indian name she's not going to use that
0: Listen, if she's going to use that as a talking point thing, then it better be reflective in your legislative agendas. And obviously, if you're a Republican, it's not. It's not going to be, dude. Yeah. So, no, that's uh, that's definitely uh, you, using your status to try to sneak one by us all for sure.
1: He called her an alpha Karen with brown skin, and that's... Uh... Uh, seeming reference to her and how she's using the fact that she's brown so i don't know dude i guess uh, like we were talking about earlier i don't know how much i get to say on this matter you know what right. i mean it makes me a little uncomfortable that we're
0: having the discussion because we're a bunch of white dudes but that's the topic that we need to be having the discussions on we just should be doing it in an intelligent respectful way and I've never understood why any woman or any minority would run as a conservative unless you obviously fully align with those values, in which case you have to realize that you're an outlier as a female or as a, as a, any sort of minority. So don't try to play both sides of the fence if you're going to be part of a party that gives the middle finger to minorities, then don't try to say, oh, but I'm a minority, so I'm allowed to comment on these things.
1: Didn't we say this when uh, y'all voted Trump into office, that we just want somebody who is real. Like, Just be what you are, dude, and don't use that stuff uh, to try and gain voters. It's a little sick and frustrating.
0: Well, here's the thing. I think we're going to all get to watch in real time for this to blow up in Nikki Haley's face, because she's delusional if she thinks the average Trump conservative in this country is going to support a (laughs) female with any sort of uh, ethnicity in their background. That's all they need to know. They don't care about our legislative stuff like we do. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Good luck to you. Liberals. We had a woman run and and it blew up in our faces. There was sexism. We didn't realize still existed in this country. And it's part of why Hillary Clinton lost back in 2016. And And whatever
1: uh, your belief, I mean, uh, it has been said over and over again that she was one of the most qualified people. uh, You know, it's a run for president. We couldn't get her to win. Right.
0: But a conservative party's going to get a, a female minority to win? Yeah, right. Good luck with that. Yeah, Bruce, Any thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, my whole thing with Nimrata is that um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like the colleague. her. That's good. Right. Yeah, yes. well, Keep I'm it, not, real, dude. it It sounds consider- like an insult, but it's not. So that's why it's great. So go no, because
2: <laughs> it's it's a wonderfully beautiful name. It's it's a it's a yeah. cultural Embrace. name, and and. She's not using it. And there's obvious reasons why she's not using it. Because obviously people in South Carolina thought that was weird. I don't think that uh, she's going to make any traction in, in in the GOP field. Because first of all, she has not spoken at all about... She signed a bill removing the Confederate battle flag... From the South Carolina State House. But that was because it was after the shooting at Mother Emanuel Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of was forced to do that. But then on no. Glenn Beck's show, she actually defended the Confederate flag, calling it um, his heritage. And that's why people still hold on to it.
0: Backlash. If, that's what that was from.
2: But here's the thing she didn't mention word one at all about anything she did to take the flag down in her campaign announcement, she kept it quiet. Because right. she knows that most conservatives and most Trumpers wouldn't want that uh, as far as being against having the Confederate flag.
0: She would do better off defeating Biden if she ran as a Democrat. It's, it's just not going to happen as Republicans. So good luck to you. Let's see how that unfolds.
1: Good luck, sweetheart.
2: Go on sweetheart. <laughs> uh,
0: on the political topic, and uh, full disclosure, Brewski shared this article. Uh, why don't you read it? This Marjorie Taylor Greene thing. I am just so sick of conservatives being just utter hypocrites and not understanding what their job is he also
1: offered full disclosure brewski so please take it away Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Take your pants off, please. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's full exposure, not disclosure. Put your pants oh, off. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay attention, Steve. Sorry. So
2: Marjorie Taylor Greene called for the US to be separated by red and blue states and for shrinking the federal government in a tweet on President's Day. The tweet said, We need a national divorce, period. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government.
0: Yeah. Okay. First of all, she's just going through a divorce. So that's why that's on the top of her mind. But I, got, I have like 50 things to say about this. First of all, you are an elected official for the, what are we called? The United States of America. The concept here is we're all in this together. Our politicians are supposed to like compromise and do things for the greater good, not just back yourself into this, you know, little political country uh, in your own little states. But moreover, good luck if we actually did that, if every red state became their own little nation, you guys would be knocking on our doors here in California or Washington or New York. Like you idiots need us. We're the ones driving this economy. You think Georgia is going to survive on their own where Marjorie Taylor green is from of course not. So part of me is like, it's like when Texas always threatens to secede. go ahead, you're going to fail. And then we'll invade your stupid state and take you back.
2: The way I see it, if they did secede, We would pull the military out of there and don't even tell me that the cartels wouldn't see that as a prime (laughs) opportunity to come in and take take over saying. Texas, and buford and his ar-15 aren't going to be able to handle you know a, a whole bunch of cartel dudes coming in with 50 caliber weapons and oh, everything else
1: but listen dude we're being taken i mean we're we're being taken down to a point that i don't think any of us are in right like this is the problem when you don't unite us we all need each other i mean those red states have plenty of people in them that we need to continue uh, a driving economy.
0: We have to sell like chewing tobacco somewhere. So chewing. we need the red states for all that you, kind of stuff.
1: You better thank all your blue collar people. <laughs> they get that power up when the tree goes down dude. Right,
2: But there was, are plenty of blue collar folks in blue states though too. There are my plenty st- my st- but the st- red
1: st- has I mean who do you know in, uh, in your world that's uh, working out in the oil
0: field. I mean, I'm in a gigantic state here, so we have every kind of person doing every kind of job. And that's why California is one of the largest economies in the planet, not just in the country.
1: You could be alone, dude, but I'm saying as the states, we need to unite as states. You just want to leave all us other blue states behind? No, I don't. I think it's a
0: ridiculous idea. We're the United States of America. I'm just saying that if they did what she is saying, if the red states all formed their own country, you would be screwed. There, you Absolutely. don't have the economy to survive on your own. You don't have the workforce to survive on your own. Uh, of course, there's good people in red states. And of course, they're contributing something somewhere. But red states are takers. The blue states are the makers. And that is just a freaking fact. If you yeah. look at the states that take, you know, uh, welfare and handouts, it, it's the red states, uh, nine out of 10. And where do you think the money's coming from? Hippies out in California well in new york city with all their stuff you know
2: well and the other thing too is is that mm. the largest portion of those receiving federal assistance for food etc are white
1: yes Yes. yeah you know uh, well and- there's a large population dude there I mean here listen of course they can handle themselves uh, uh, on their uh, uh of course we can handle ourselves on our own but why but we, is she even talking about this dude that's what I don't understand because like because that's
2: just, that's what the trumpers want
1: right please leave please leave dude I know you tell us well, if you don't like it get the F out all the time but honestly if you want to change the way that we are united as States and and have this system that's been working uh please leave please step aside and leave dude all the rhetoric that you're throwing around you know of seceding and everything else you don't have the intelligence to keep a job that is uh you know what did you do what did marjorie taylor green do before this dude does she She have a long history huh she drove her husband crazy apparently yes they're done
2: her family (laughs) owned a construction company
1: All right, so she's in the family business, all right? Uh, Listen, you don't have the intelligence. The seat that you're sitting in requires more. Please step aside. Please leave, dude. I I don't understand why you love America so much. Please step aside as you continue to ruin it as you go into work every single freaking day.
0: I don't understand how the people in her district in Georgia are not just embarrassed to the end of the planet and back. Why? She's a two-term now. So they re they reelected her after all of the shenanigans. So they seem to enjoy it. And that's why I say if you people really do want to secede in red states, you can just go ahead and do it. We don't need a law. You can just stop traveling uh, around the country. You can stop putting people up for federal offices. Just go ahead and exist solely in Georgia, like The Walking Dead, and see how that turns out for you. We'll figure it
2: so, out. dude. So her district is the 14th congressional district in Georgia. And it borders Tennessee and Alabama. And it's, it's as you can tell, if you look at it, it's, it's very, very rural.
0: Yeah, I know they're just trying to stick it to us with putting her up there to do all of her shenanigans. But I just I don't understand. These are the same people that will say they're patriots, America. But then they don't understand the basic principle that we're the United States of America.
1: Yes. It's just so
0: unpatriotic to say that you
1: should secede from the rest of the country. You remember when Trump said, like, I love the uneducated. I love the uneducated. Like, (laughs) here's the thing, dude. I mean, these uneducated people, for whatever the reason might be, you didn't uh, get to go to school, whatever. You're uneducated. You are. You are just carrying these people along. And I hate to tell you this, but if you're uneducated, you're going after stupid things, dude. (laughs) You got to back up a little bit and just say, here's the thing. When, When I get sick... I don't go to WebMD and try and figure it out. I go to a <laughs> doctor, dude. You know, I go to a doctor, someone who's trained in it. I want the experts working on this. Yeah, I did, Again, I can't wrap my
0: head around why we send elected officials to just go screw with the system and try to blow the whole thing up. Um, so this is news you need, because when you hear this kind of garbage, you need to point out that it is the most un-American, unpatriotic thing to suggest. that oh, we. You all must to be talking about
1: need to know news, huh? I'm talking about news
0: you need to know oh okay go ahead i got confused <laughs> so yes that's why i'd say it's worth a good mention so yes we're headed for a plane wreck hey Segway alert have you ever thought about where's the best part the best seat on an airplane to sit in if you want to survive a crash do you yes. think about this when you're sitting on the plane as you are yes. to take off and
1: what are your thoughts here's the thing you may think that it is right you know be in the exit row Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Quickest exit. Right. Quickest exit. Right. But you are required verbal contract <laughs> that you will help everyone off the plane before you leave if you sit there. So it's not the best place to sit. <laughs> right. And by the way, who's,
0: who's doing that? <laughs> exactly. <I'm laughs> you know, you're in flames. That. All right, everyone. Orderly fashion. Come on. I'm, I'm Larry from Montana. <laughs> Come Listen, on. Over dude.
1: <laughs> do you not take that seriously
0: when they ask you? I just want the extra leg room. So I tell them I'll take it seriously, but I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing
1: my kids out first and then <laughs> every man for themselves. I almost them to the point where when they ask me, I stand up and salute like mission. <laughs> I'm sick. taking the mission on dude. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I'll shove my kids out the emergency exit first, but everyone else. No, sorry. Well, <laughs> half, of, half of you are from red States and want to be on your own anyway. So I'm just going to fulfill your wishes right there in the moment and let you do it.
1: Where's the best place to sit on a plane? Uh, right eight, behind the exit row.
0: Uh, in the pilot seats, I guess. You can prod him and say, what the hell did you do? Um, <laughs> a time investigation that looked at 35 years of aircraft accident data found the middle rear seats of an aircraft have the lowest fatality rate. 28% fatality if you're in the middle rear of the plane compared to 44% uh, for middle or aisle seats. And they don't say it, but it has to be even higher if you're over the wings where the engine is and fuel is and all that stuff. So you want to be so. in the middle seat in the back of the plane If you want to survive Mainly because the two fat dudes next to you Will cushion you like airbags That's oh,
2: But those, those middle seats are just awful <laughs> oh, well, Do you it. want to
1: live or not, Bruski? That's the question Listen, Steve doesn't know the half of it, Bruski. For a big guy, the middle seat Might as well be what I consider Hell to be That's, that's yeah. what I consider When you die, if you go to hell You just sit on a middle seat in an airplane Forever Isn't that ironic?
0: The best way to avoid heaven or hell is to sit in the middle seat. But to you, Uh, it's hell.
2: uh, No, just you know what? Just make sure you hit something hard. I don't want to limp away. That's all I got to say.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's fair.
2: You know, I've
0: survived. There is a survival rate. I mean, you just fell 30,000 feet and crashed to the earth. How anyone survives that is a mystery. But apparently, if you want a slightly better chance, be near the middle, near the
1: back of the plane. Hey, dude, there's plenty of people who have jumped out of a plane just skydiving and hit the ground and lived. I don't know if it's plenty of people, but I know it's happened. Uh, listen, Steve,
0: <laughs> it's a phenomenon.
1: The, oh, I don't it, think it is. <laughs> brisky, Brisky, it's a statistical anomaly. But get yeah. on it, dude. Get on it. I want to see how many people survive oh. a skydiving accident when the chute doesn't open. Six is the answer.
0: <laughs> 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 it's not a lot. I remember as a kid, they would you know they advertised on TV some like stories that you'll never believe, and one of them was you know the guy that jumped out of the plane and survived. Please brain- believe it or not, dude. That's what it was on. Well, th- yeah, you're probably right. You break every bone in your body, obviously, and brain damage is all the hell. But yeah.
2: Well, it does. All I found so far is that there's one fatality for every 167,000 jumps.
0: Yeah. Okay. But I need to know how many people can. <laughs> yeah. I get it. <laughs> out of a plane, I'm sure it's a phenomenon. I mean, you don't even need the parachute. Save the money, because you'll be fine. As
1: long as you go uh, tandem, then you double your chances <laughs> yeah. of survival.
0: With the fat guy. Again, this is the whole philosophy we're getting to here. Surround yourself by obese people in accident situations, and you'll be okay. Built in yeah. Now, Bruce, and I know what our friendship means to you. Well, I live up here in the mountains where we have bears, and they always say you can't outrun a bear. And I always say you don't have to outrun the bear. You have to outrun the person next to you.
1: It's a similar
0: well, philosophy. What,
1: what if that's your kid, dude? I mean, come on. Step it up, kid. <laughs> I'll throw
0: well, them in it. my shoulders, obviously.
2: You know it. another way you can get away from the bear? Yeah. Throw him a bag of cocaine.
1: I, I, have,
0: uh, I have heard that as a thing. I'm looking why, forward to why, that movie.
1: Dude, movies are off the charts right now. We see a movie that's called Cocaine Bear that's based off a true story. Yes. Then uh, my mom had me looking at movies for her and a friend to go to. Winnie the Pooh has something out right now. Have you seen?
0: This? It's not yes. an officially licensed Winnie the Pooh thing, but yes, Winnie the Pooh is a murderer. Yes,
1: yeah, it's
2: a horror well, horror
1: movie with uh, Winnie the Pooh. Yep,
2: yeah. they, they, they didn't they didn't refile the 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 copyright. That's what happened. And the person that made the horror movie saw that the the um, copyright hadn't been refiled, oh. and so they filed it and got a hold of it.
0: Tremendous play by Brewski it's good knowledge to have you see people this is why this is news you need to know need to know news i did it sorry (laughs) that's right yes all right what else we got
1: uh speaking about uh things that you need to know yeah i want to know what your thoughts are all your thoughts and concerns and if they are valid i will be the judge i'm here
0: to share these things so yes
1: a Tennessee House Republican apologized after allegedly trying to pants a referee during his son's high school basketball game.
0: Mm. Uh, can you define what pantsing is, just in case someone out there is not an immature moron?
1: I will, because uh, in my younger days, I was great at pantsing, dude. I was great at pantsing. Listen, <laughs> yeah, you walk up and... Behind, right? You sneak up behind, and you bend over, and you grab just the tails of the back of their pants or shorts or whatever and give it a swift rip down and then you run away. Right. And there, there, (laughs) there's pantsing. I mean, now you got pantsing and hopefully I never had any real serious (laughs) pantsing injuries or left anyone that wasn't wearing underwear. Like everything ended up. Okay. They were great. Thankfully. How do you
0: know if someone's wearing underwear? Well, you do. That's the dice you roll, dude. You're playing roulette. This is like Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl when Timberlake ripped off her top and it all backfired on everyone, including us. But um, yeah. this is not only is that assault, but it seems like some shade of sexual assault because you are potentially leaving somebody standing there pantsless naked in front of a group of people. True, it's a terrible, stupid thing to do. So, how many times do you do it, Nick? <laughs> to <someone> uh,
1: <laughs> listen, I have. I'm not a great a pantser or anything like that, but I, I do remember the days of you know fifth, fourth, sixth grade of pantsing. Uh-huh. Uh, of, ever... uh, you know, parties or whatever. And I'm not saying I was always doing the pantsing. I was just saying, like, pantsing was going on. Pantsing was a thing. You know what it is,
0: right? I do know what it is because, yeah, it's a terrible thing. Now, okay, now, first of all, let me just say, it's a little, it's like I said, it's a dumb, immature thing to do. So, you by definition, all of us are dumb and immature when we're in middle school and high school. So, there's a small, you know, leeway I'm going to give you there. But this article you're talking about, this is an elected official that did this to a poor uh, a referee or a, coach. a referee dude
2: who's probably not getting paid or getting paid like 20 bucks to referee a kid's basketball game.
0: Yeah. I am so sick of parents going off on the coach and the referee at all these games, like take it down a notch parents, please. This is, I'm not saying everyone needs a participation trophy, but it's a kid's level athletic event. So calm yourself down. And I do hold elected officials to even a higher standard than the rest of us, because you've apparently thought that you're worthy of being a leader. So you ran for some sort of office. You're not just the uh, drunk dad next to me so running out and doing it to this poor referee that definitely is assault at a minimum whether yes. it's sexual assault, so, I don't know. And by the way, Nick, did you ever face any legal ramifications for any of your actions?
1: Uh, I did, dude. I mean, yeah, I got into a hell of a lot of trouble with pantsing, <laughs> And you know what? Uh, I wasn't even uh, the only one pantsing. I was at a pantsing par- party. <laughs> Something like that. Kind of the <laughs> white party. Nice. Listen, I got to make this party. real What's clear. That? Yeah. Uh, I got to say that we were at a party. And people were just running around Pantsing people and I got caught up in the excitement of It was it like all. an orgy but okay Yeah. Listen at this point <laughs> in my life dude I had never even thought About what assaulting Somebody was was I ever pants Sure I was I'm not saying It's not assault but I had never thought about What that meant I was you know 11 years old. Yeah.
0: Listen, right? if I go and run up 2 a two-way Janet Jackson, if I rip a woman's shirt off, that's obviously assault, right? So why is ripping someone's pants off any different?
1: You're a kid, dude. Listen, I'm not saying that's <laughs> right. I'm saying I was a kid. Kids Please. can commit assault, too. Yeah. Yes, I was a kid, dude. What were you accused of? In all your right. Let oh me wow. paint the picture a little better here, Stephen. Sure. I'm at a party. Everyone's walking around pantsing. Yeah. And Makes I. it all better. But yeah, go ahead. Listen. Don't judge me, dude. Listen to my pantsing story. I'll leave that up to the judge in the story. So yeah. Yes, yes, you should, dude. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I am running around. People are pantsing. I pants somebody. It happened to be. It happened to be the owner of the home. Okay. Oh. Maybe not my An best adult. move. Oh wow. And by the right. way, how often have you said that sentence
0: in your life? Everyone's running around pantsing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. No, dude. That was. That's the only time I could say it. I mean, I, I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a chronic pantser, dude. Okay, This was a one-time targeting. Thing. I get it. Okay. All right. I pants this girl. Oh. It's not a boy, It's a girl. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely
0: geez. sexual assault. But
1: go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what? Come on. Listen to my story.
2: I thought he just pantsed pants another guy. Yeah.
1: Well, Brewski, If you have an opinion about it, save it for the judge, dude. He's not because... sexist. He'll pants anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes,
1: dude. You're talking about women's tea boxes? Like, no. But let's just, do this. saying It's
2: worse if you pants a girl.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm 11 what? years old. Yes. I pants oh. this girl. Okay. By the way, she's running around pantsing people, uh, so it was almost like a game of tag because she was, she was sitting there it. doing it, right? Yeah, I'm begging for it. I get it. <laughs> <Typical>. Dude, listen, <laughs> I'm not going to tell the story if you don't want to listen to what happened. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. I pants this girl. We enjoy the rest of the party like everyone's again. I mean, there's a punch bowl at this party. I'm 11 years old, dude. Uh, pin the tail on the donkey's happening. right? Okay.
0: <laughs> so, punch bowl, people. I mean, come on. I mean, come on, dude. This is
1: not like I'm, I'm, at, a, I'm at a big person party. Okay. Right. It's not some uh, prison orientation. <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> there's dude. a punch bowl. Okay. So, go. go ahead. So everything's hunky dory. I mean, we enjoy the rest of the day and I go home. Fast forward to four or five days later, I'm in school. Yeah, And all of a sudden I get somebody comes to the prince or it comes to the classroom and says, uh, Nick, you're wanted that you come to the principal's office, which isn't, I mean, I was pretty young, but I mean, that happened quite a bit, so I'm not really scared at this point, right? Because I've been there. Uh, Go to the principal's office, and with me is walking a man that is in a uniform that, that looks like a police uniform, okay? Did it look like one, or was it a police uniform? <laughs> he had a gun and a badge, so I'm pretty sure it was a cop. You should have pants so. him to find out for sure. But yeah. <laughs> right, yes. So walks me to the principal's office where I see my buddy who was at this party with me. Oh. I walk in, and they tell us, sit down right here. Now, I'll tell you this, dude. This principal had a paddle on his wall that he actually like spanked people with. Yeah, yeah. So he I came don't even at the tail end of that era. So, yeah, I hear you. Yes. So I still don't know what's going on. They call us in there and tell us that you are under arrest, dude, for rape. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. you're rape? under arrest, huh? That, that's a sexual assault, rape. Yeah, wow. they are, you're under arrest for rape, dude. I Can don't you even arrest know what that an eleven-year-old. That's huh? Can you uh, technically arrest an eleven-year-old? So, dude, they words? don't even attempt to call my parents or my friends' parents. They just tell us like you're under arrest for rape, <laughs> <laughs> okay? And Yourself. I shouldn't be laughing at that, but I'm laughing at it because I'm like the absurdity. Yeah. I don't know what rape is. I, you know, I don't know what even know what it is. So. Right. We're sitting there talking, and now I mean, there's a cop in there. I'm 11 years old. I'm obviously nervous, dude. I'm like, what the hell? So then they start explaining what what I did, because I keep asking, "What did I do? What did I?" I don't know what you're talking about. And they say, "Were you over at such and such house at a party on Saturday?" Yeah. Uh, did you uh, pants? <laughs> did you uh pull someone's pants down is i think what they asked well, I just saying, is that a legal term did you someone's someone yeah. i'm like uh yeah everybody was doing it it was it was a panting party you know like <laughs> everybody was doing it and they were like oh okay never mind <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah uh and uh they were like yeah you can't pants people you can't you can't do that you can't pull someone's pants down (laughs) which it makes it sound so much worse when when you say pants it's just kind of a fun thing right when you say you can't pull someone's pants down against their will it has a whole different (laughs) ring to
0: it you say it like that it does sound (laughs) Right. right
1: so finally i was like i need to talk to my mom or my dad here like call my mom or dad well turns out uh we had me and this friend had snuck down to this party. My parents were out of town and my cousin was watching us. So my parents didn't even know I went to the, this party. Finally get a hold of my mother. She gets a hold of my dad. They come down to the school and said like, "What are you doing talking to him? You didn't call us or anything like that." So we had this whole conversation and they said, "Look, here's the deal. Your son pants somebody at this party and she wants to press charges on it." And, you know, my parents are befuddled because they don't even know I was at a party. So so, fast forward. They let me go home. They let me leave with my parents, but gave me a court date. So did they book you? I mean, this all seems so legally wrong. Oh, dude. uh, Yeah. Uh, How old am I, dude? In seventh grade,
2: seven, maybe 13.
1: Uh, well, yeah. No, was I was uh, 15 and ninth. Yeah. So maybe uh, I was yeah. 12 or 13. I was I was 12 or 13. I was in seventh yep. grade. Yep. They finally let me go home. Gave me a court date that we that I had to go to. Never offered. Never read Miranda rights or. or- I mean, never given a ticket. Even. I mean, how do you get in front of a judge without some sort of. Oh, I got a ticket. They gave me paperwork and everything else that I had to. I think they just couldn't arrest me, dude. I've never been arrested, by the way. And the ticket was for rape. That was what the charge was. <laughs> Listen, I not yeah, some sort of I mean, assault I'm being serious. Like
0: that was what the charge was.
1: I don't know. I to be honest with you, dude. I don't know. I mean, I didn't read it. I was uh, I was a young kid. My they gave it to my parents, and uh, you know that's what that's what the officer said in that in my principal's office was like you know you you raped somebody you were at a pantsing party or whatever okay so fast forward dude i go home obviously and like tell my parents what i've done and obviously they say the same thing like what are you doing you can't pull people's pants you can't pull people's pants down And I'm like, well, I'm I get Franklin. that. <laughs> I understand that, dude. I understand it now. Like, uh, I was at a pantsing party. Like, everyone was doing. What do you people not get? <laughs> it was a pantsing party. Like, <laughs> I mean, we went for this reason. Dude. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, uh, yeah. I talked to them, and obviously, they were like, Look, I understand that this is uh, not the greatest thing that happened, but, like, what you're charged with or what you have to go to court for is ridiculous. Like I said, never read Miranda, never offered to give me a lawyer, so just show up to court with my parents. Yeah, yeah. Judge, so how, did, how did it turn out? Judge up on there and says, uh, You know, do you uh, want to explain what happened? I said the same thing I've been saying to you guys. I wasn't uh, coy about it. I was at a pantsing party and I pants this person. Everyone was walking around pantsing people. So this judge, and I don't know that it helped that he was an old white guy, I'm sure it did, tells me this is hysterical. Oh. And starts laughing. Oh, <laughs> okay. boy. That's probably not the right response either. Probably, probably not the right response. The but he's not laughing at the fact that we were pantsing each other or that I pants someone. He's laughing at the fact that this is in his courtroom. I was just right? to say, is because there a courtroom full of your classmates or are you the only one? Uh, it was me, my parents and the judge. And then after I got done, I mean, I'm sure there was a reporter in there or something, but yeah, there was but no was jury kid after kid, after kid getting this ticket. No, only me and my only me and my friend were the only ones who yeah, she okay. wanted to press charges on because we were the one that pants her. No one else did anything But
0: you would think if this was proper police work They would then go and find every other kid that pants And do a mass pantsing prosecution You would think so dude
1: (laughs) But this was a pantsing party So Uh, At any rate, he laughs it off and is like, basically, I can't believe this is in my courtroom. This is crazy. Don't pants each other. Don't be stupid. Have a good day. But he had to charge. He had to give me something. So I received eight hours of community service for the pantsing. Uh and then uh if I reached a certain age and had never got in trouble again, then they you know, rip it up and throw it away. Well that's why you won't find it on my record now. I was a good boy, of dude. Of course. Okay. I've but realized your community my
0: service to repants homeless people or something, like oh, you know, I do to know what I had to, to do, dude. I had
1: I, I, I had to go to the food bank. And they had uh, carpet in the food bank, and it was impaled with uh, pine needles. I had to pull pine needles out of carpet for eight hours. (laughs) Wow. Well, the punishment fit the crime. (laughs) Right. I've never pantsed again. Wow. Well, what's going to happen to this dude,
0: this elected official? Please tell me someone's prosecuting him. He's a full-grown adult, an elected official, assaulting another adult. Like, that is assault of some form.
1: According to reports uh, by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association, Jeremy Faison walked onto the court and was told to leave by a referee. Faison exchanged some angry words with the referee and and then proceeded to try and pull his pants down. Luckily for the ref, his pants stayed up. (laughs) Fasian laser apologized on Twitter saying emotions getting in the way of rational thoughts are never good. I hope to be able to find the ref and ask for his forgiveness. I was bad wrong. Wow. Oh. I mean, oh. at least be a man and punch him.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, dude. What were you doing? Why is that your go to? Like, we joked on the show oh. once you get in a fight, you should bite somebody's nose off because that'll throw them off. But <laughs> yeah. your well, instinct then, Boruski is-
1: did mention, let's pull his pants out or pull your penis out or whatever, you know, scare someone bad. Yeah, that makes yeah. you're pantsing yourself, though, to scare
0: them. You're not tearing their pants down. Like, <laughs> I just don't get what, you know, primal instinct that is. You jerk. I'm going to, I'm
1: going to pull your pants down. Oh, you're really... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, these are the people running America. <laughs> right. So maybe
0: we should all leave this country. Good grief. You don't see this yes. stuff in Canada, do you? <laughs> so funny, dude. So funny. All right. Well, that is a uh, need to know news. New news I got, I
2: got... you need
1: to know. <laughs> I have an update for
2: you guys. Oh, please. Uh, Well, you asked about how many people survive. uh, Oh,
1: yes. How many people survive uh, skydiving? that Their chute does not open. Yes.
2: Okay. So it doesn't show me a yearly thing, but I see a story here where I see – six people who have survived, and I'm talking significant height. That's literally the number I threw out 20 minutes ago.
1: So, <laughs> Did you know a, that no, or no, was no, that a no. guess, Steve?
0: That was an assumption that it has to be a stupidly low amount of people that could possibly survive.
2: There is one name on here that um, is very interesting. Sure. Uh, Bear Grylls.
1: He, oh, he survives? has? Well, I guess
2: yes, in, in 1996, he was um, skydiving... In Africa, and he survived a sixteen thousand foot um, drop. Wow! Wow!
0: I don't know why yes. that's not more widely known or part of his show. Open, there, yeah. they were survived Survive falling yeah. out of an airplane. He eats yeah. grubs. He's the ultimate man.
2: Yeah, it was. It, the, he was skydiving in Zambia in nineteen ninety six when his parachute failed to inflate, causing him to land on his back. And it Holy put him through a, a year of rehabilitation after fracturing three vertebrae.
0: Mm. Does fail to inflate, though, does that mean it truly didn't do anything, or it was just not slowing you as much as it's supposed to, I wonder? I would like, think it really just drop like a rock. I,
2: I, th- I, think it, I think it may have partially opened, but at that point there, it's kind of like, you know when, like, when you let the air out of a balloon and stuff's starts going... Poof, that's yeah, sure. like flapping on the breeze <laughs> i'm sorry but that's that's not do. doing a lot of to help you out a little bit it's doing 16, enough i'd rather six, have that than nothing so. but six, sixteen thousand feet this guy he he fell wow. oh he's now, a
1: badass dude let's I think not tell you about it mixed sixteen mixed
0: up feet, so. now it What's that? I think it's a typo. It's 16 feet is what
2: he fell for. <laughs> <I don't think laughs>
0: so. well, okay. well, listen, we know it's possible, know? but I stand by my original number that it's do one in a zillion. Do
2: so. you want to know who, what the record is for the highest yes. person? 33,000, feet.
0: 33,000 feet. And they survived. Man.
2: Congratulations. What people won't
0: do to get away from an angry wife. That's my <laughs> assumption. jumping <laughs> out of the way. Thank you. All right, need to know news, news you need to know. Today's topic, segment, headline for this episode.
1: Yes, the headlines are done, and now you can go forth and impress men, women alike. Right. Don't pants anyone.
0: Nope. Don't pants anyone. Now you can, yeah, pick up a woman. Hey, baby, you know how many men have survived, falling
1: out of an airplane? Six. And you know how many have... people have pants? <laughs> One. <laughs> Never did it again.
2: And if you have a fear boner, keep it to yourself. Yes. These are all
0: words of wisdom. So this is what we're here for, everyone. So we appreciate you.
2: All right. See us on our
1: socials, dude. Just go get them on our webpage, thevocalminority.net. You can find us there and communicate with us as well.
0: Indeed. Until next week, we appreciate you. Peace, peace.
1: Test one, two, test one, two. Stop.